Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny SD. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Johnny, and welcome to episode 102 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. I am here in Southern California, uh, actually at David Vu's apartment. He was the guy uh, from the eBay dropshipping course a couple episodes ago, actually almost 20 episodes ago. And it's crazy because we, you know, I interviewed him on the podcast and then I talked to him a bunch just online. I never, never met him until yesterday, but I've actually been staying at his condo uh, here in Anaheim, California, near Disneyland for the past week. And even though I had never met him. So he had just reached out to me and he said, um, hey, uh, you know, if you ever come to L.A., you just let me know, like, you know, I have a place you can stay. And I was like, you know, what? I am actually I actually am going to go to L.A. to go see some family and then pick up my new Thai visa. And I was like, you know, if you don't mind, I, I would love to do that. And what's really cool is being here, uh, just hang out with him and meeting him finally in person. I got to meet a bunch of his friends uh, who are all entrepreneurs as well, as well as a lot of his students who are who went through his job uh, streaming course. So as we're hanging out here, uh, David introduced me to three of his buddies. Uh, let me quickly introduce you to today's guests. Uh, we have Rudy Vera, uh, Pablo Perez, and Rick Ramirez. You guys want to say uh, what's up real quick? Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Rick Ramirez, uh, backgrounds in construction. Uh, do a little bit of Airbnb hosting and as well uh, some dropshipping. Hey, everybody. It's Pablo Perez, uh, business owner and dropshipper. Everybody. It's uh, Rudy Vera. Background is construction, and I am dropshipping under with David Luke. All right. So the first thing that people are probably wondering is how? Why is everyone Hispanic? <laughs> David's Vietnamese, right? Is he? Yes, sir. So what? What was it about him? Or actually, how? Like, how did you? How did you find him? And how? Like, why did you connect with him? Well, this is Pablo Perez, and uh, actually, I, I've known David from a previous. Uh, uh, industry that we were in uh, relationship marketing and uh that's where we got a chance to know each other and then um i the funny thing is i, I met him then and we hung out here and there uh but uh, one of the things that uh happened was we kind of went our separate ways uh i decided to actually do drop shipping believe it or not so do some business uh online uh because i, I saw the potential to make money on e-commerce uh but I, I couldn't figure out the game i didn't understand it and since we had lost contact, we still had, we were friends on Facebook. Um, I, I started seeing him post uh, all his sales that he was doing online. And then I approached him, I hit him up and he said, hey, you know, I'm still trying to figure this thing out, but he was already making money. Um, and then he ended up putting the course together. I enrolled immediately and that's how we, you know, ended up reconnecting them as far as, uh, you know, our yeah, relationship. Yeah, you know, I actually asked him um, in the car on the way to dinner how, why he started making all these courses because... As we speak, he's upstairs in the condo right now filming another course. And this one is on how to start an Airbnb business because this guy is kind of like a serial entrepreneur. Uh, him and a couple of buddy businesses, which, which I guess are also his business partners now, they rented out six Airbnb condos, so six different apartments. And uh, in each one of them, you can... Um, you know, basically, he is making a, like a full-time living from just that part of his life. But what's really cool is then he also has um, 
the eBay dropshipping business. He has his gift cards business. He has all these things. And he never really bothered to, to learn to teach it because it was always something that he would do kind of like for for himself. Uh, but what it was was, you know, his friends on um, on Facebook and other places started seeing how successful he was. And he, told, he said what really sparked it was when someone offered to fly him out to... I forgot where it was in the U.S. It was like summer Colorado or something and say, hey, can you teach my son how to do this? Uh, and he was like, man, I, like, I guess people really want to learn this. So that's why he made the course. Um, and Rick, how did you get started with this? Well, uh, um, the way I got started was, uh, well, I met David same same way as uh, Pablo did um, through a previous uh, mentor in a network marketing company. And um, me and him just got off to a really, uh, really good friendship, a really good start. And um, we started fishing together a lot. And from fishing, uh, me and him were hanging out like a few times a day. And anybody knows David, they know he loves fishing anywhere he goes. And um, uh, firsthand, I got to see him um, working his businesses, like you said, you know, his his um, his gift card business. I'd go I'd go with him sometimes when he'd make some of his transactions or, you know, some of his deals. And uh, and I got to see him uh, start when he first started drop shipping and um, just firsthand watch him develop and grow his business. And I'd be next to him fishing and, you know, he, his phone would be going off and I'd be hearing all these sales coming in on eBay. And I'm like, what's going on here? You know, but I was just, you know, the, the whole time I was just there, you know, observing and, you know, just hanging out. And I was I'll take soaking it all in. And then um, he just one day he just was like, hey, I'm going to develop a course on how to do this. And I was like, man, I, I'll be the first one to sign up, man, because I firsthand see this going on and. I've been watching you do it, so I know this is legit. Like I'm, you know, this is for reals, and that's how I got involved. You know what's funny about that is, even till today, he still has that same ringtone where every time he gets an eBay sale, it goes to Ching. And I actually thought it was kind of annoying, like because it goes off so often now. Because you know, with eBay, like you make, I mean, like on, on average, how many sales can you make a day with that? You know, for me, I think my the most sales I made in a day was about twelve. You know, but uh, probably on average about four or five sales is what I'm averaging right about now. And uh, I love that ringtone. <laughs> and I think he's making a lot more just I think he's a lot more stores. He's like a lot more scaled up. So it seemed like it was going off all the time. And in my mind, I was kind of at first I was like, man, like if you're making that many sales, you might as well just turn it off, you know, because it's almost kind of just, you know, what's going to happen. But at the same time that I thought about it, I was like, why am I hating on him? You know, like, like it makes him happy. It makes him proud. Like some people like the sound of cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just like that money, right? <laughs> and you know what? All a props from the, for that. And it's funny that you you mentioned that story because the the reason why I got into dropshipping and I don't dropship on eBay, but I I also do like a dropshipping model. And the way I really got intrigued was when I was hanging out with my buddy Anton, and he we were watching, you know funny cat videos or something on his laptop and he kept getting these like notifications popping up you know the ones you see like in the bottom right hand of your computer where it would say like you just you know like you made a new sale for three hundred dollars you made a new sale for four hundred dollars i was like are you making money while we're just hanging out and kicking it and he's like oh yeah like he, and he didn't even notice anymore because it's just, it just so common and i i think you're absolutely right where when we hang out with friends and we just do things we like doing whether it's fishing or watching youtube videos and we see their life is set up where they can make money while doing those hobbies. That's when the light goes off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, me and David would be out there fishing, trying to land, you know, a small shark off the pier, catching some macro, and I hear his phone start going off, and I'm over here trying to reel the reel the fish up. So it's uh, he's having fun. He, I'll tell you that much, and he's definitely, you know, generating that income. And that was definitely for me something that I wanted to follow and and uh, wanted that mentorship from him. You know. Yeah, I think that's cool that like you know his first students were 
his friends. So he wasn't just trying to sell to to people, you know, online and just to make a quick buck. You know, he was like, oh, you know, if I make this, then my friends and my family can learn from it. And it was funny. We just had Peruvian food for dinner. And there was, you know, almost 10 of us at the table. And he said, not only are these like my, not only is this my girlfriend next to me and these are all my friends, but all of them are also students and they all have eBay stores. That's, you know, it's funny because I remember I read a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. It was the white version, not the newer version, the updated version. That's where I learned and or found out about dropshipping. And I tried figuring it out. Um, you know, like I said, on my own, this guy just picked it up, mastered it. And I was just like, teach me. Like, I take my money. <laughs> I'm, right now, I'm currently waiting for the VA course uh, that he's developing. But, um, you know, I following this, this, the simple model that he has, you know, it's amazing the amount of money that you can make without actually having to do any physical labor work. And when I read when I read that in the book, the four hour work week, it almost seems like that's too good to be true to be able to have a four hour schedule and to be able to generate a full time income. But with the model that he created and the way he teaches the course, uh, it's, it's a reality, man. It's something that can come true for anybody. So speaking of manual labor, uh, one of you guys mentioned that you guys are doing construction. That's right. I, I'm in construction. I've been in construction for about nine years now. So how does that feel like, you know, because that's a tough job, right? Yeah, definitely. So for, I guess that's a, this is a two-part question. First is, in general, most people that do construction aren't super tech savvy. So was that hard to get into this online world? And then the second part, I guess, would be now that you are on this online world, like, doesn't it feel so different than, than what you do for your day job? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm a little tech savvy, but you hit it right on the nail. I'm, I'm not the, the, the brightest when it comes to that kind of stuff. And uh, David definitely dumbed it down to where anyone could really do it. All you really need is a, a computer and like, you know, email address and stuff and to set up to do it. And um, that was simple for me. And um, and as far as uh, out being out in the field, you know, I, I'll be out there, you know, just going hard at work, you know, sweating. And I'm just like really like so much easier to generate the income at home when I'm there, you know, on my computer, you know, processing some orders and the best feeling for me is when I'm out there in the field and I'll get a sale while I'm working. That's the best feeling because I know that I'm generating other income while I'm you know, out here trying to, you know, um, on my normal, you know, nine to five job. I, I think a lot of people don't even, that hasn't even sunken for a lot of people where you have your normal hourly wage or your salary wage. So that's what you're going to be making. And there's not really, and I think that's the hard part for most people is if they make $3,000 a month or they make 36000 a year or, you know, whatever it is, you know, it could be more than that. They can't really double that there's no way to double that right like you can try to get a raise you can ask your boss like hey can i get you know 10 percent and which is which would be great you know and yeah. he'll laugh at you he'll be like how yeah he'll be like maybe oh you'll get one percent raise you'll get like you know yeah and it's and it's but then with having a separate business especially something that you can set up so it's either automated or passive or at least even if it's semi-passive you can make another sale or another income while you're working that job essentially you've doubled your income yeah that's right i mean you mentioned that uh, you can't really double your income with, with normal jobs that a lot of us hold you know nine to uh, six to nine to fives i work six to two but same thing right the same thing and um the only way you can double your income and this is from experience is um working more hours well what happens when you work more hours you know you don't get to come home to your kids or your family you don't get that extra time you find yourself you know filling up your whole day to make that extra money and you know i have a lot of co-workers that yeah they'll make six figures but you know they'll slave away their weekends and that's the only way to make more money if you're working a normal job 
That's crazy. So, Rudy, we haven't heard from you yet. What What is your, like, day job? How'd you get into all this? Uh, my day job, uh, my background, actually, I'm going to start off with that. I was in construction. Actually, I was met Rick in the same construction field. That's where we uh, kind of got together at first. And basically, David... I met, I met David uh, through Rick, actually, through, uh, uh, like he said, a relationship marketing uh, networking company. Um, and at first, uh, Rick Rick was telling me that uh, David has something going on, he's working on. So knowing David and knowing the leader that he was and is, uh, I was pretty kind of interested in what he was getting himself into, looking at his posts that he was posting on Facebook and whatnot. I mean, me, me, myself, I never figured that I would even have the time to do anything extra with my, my schedule. Uh, I'm raising three beautiful girls uh, at home. Being a father is a lot of work in itself. But um, the, the, the simplicity that David makes it, it allows you to do this type of business no matter how busy your schedule is. You know, I work an eight-hour shift. I come home, and the first thing that when I do get home is, you know, tend to my daughters because all they want is attention. I have a four-year-old, I have a three-year-old, and I have a one-year-old. So they're pretty close in age, so you can imagine how much attention they need. But this type of business, like I said, it's 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 so great that you hardly have to spend any time. I, I Honestly, I spend an hour a day. An hour a day, I just work on my dropshipping business and is from there it's been accumulating i've been doing it since april six months later i mean uh, more like eight months later uh my business has grown triple since when i started and the ability to make money while sleeping like rick was saying when you're working playing with my kids making money hearing ta cha ching that's the greatest feeling in the world. <laughs> best, best part is waking up in the morning and you already got sales. And you're like, well, yeah, exactly. just made money overnight, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So, I mean, I, I'm sure there's, it's not as easy as everyone's making it sound, right? Like, well, no, it's not. It takes work because, uh, like, I, I have I have a traditional business. I, you know, I went, I stepped away from relationship marketing to start a traditional business. And it's a lot of work. I got to go out there and get sales constantly. Um, so I'm spending 40 hours a week chasing the customer or looking for potential customers. Um, so that's the reason why I was looking for something that I can leverage. Uh, because in the four hour work week, that's the one thing that I, that I understood is like, if you can leverage out your, you know, your, your work and, and still generate an income, that's ideally what, you know, the, the lifestyle is. And I've always seen, you know, from network marketers, they always post the pictures of them at the beach, make money while you're hanging out at the beach. Um, and you see a lot of online marketers, affiliate marketers that do that also. They post the pictures. I don't know. It's hard to believe whether they're making money or not, but it at least planted the seed for me to say, hey, maybe there is a way to do it. So when I read the book, it made sense. And I said, I guess there is a way to do it. Um, I still had to start a traditional business because I didn't want to go back to a job. I've been job free for the last four years. I love the fact that I don't have to work for anybody, but I still got to chase, you know, people. I still got to go out and look for business. Dropshipping allows for you to be able to list whatever you'd like, and it's a learning curve. So you, I still suggest for anybody who wants to learn dropshipping, it's, it's important that you still have some kind of an income coming in while you're learning it. So you work your nine to five to sustain your life. 
but then you work on your wealth for an hour or two a day so that you can generate or replace that income somewhere down the road, you know? So dropshipping, I think, was one of the things that I think, you know, you can leverage big time. I'm, I'm really glad all of you guys are doing um, this eBay course and not network marketing still because honestly, I, I, I wouldn't have you guys on the, sh- on the show if, uh, if you guys were still doing that. Uh, I mean, I, just out of curiosity, like what, what type of, I'm assuming network marketing is like multi-level marketing. Like what were you guys actually doing and, and what made you, are you still doing it now and what made you switch? Well, myself, uh, yeah, we were doing multi-level marketing. Um, I, I don't have anything against it. I think it's a, it's a great way, uh, place, uh, starting point for all entrepreneurs. Uh, definitely just to open up your eyes and open up your mind to knowing that there's other ways to make income. Really, to be honest, for myself, uh, just Rick, um, that's what opened me. That's what opened me up to know that there's other ways of income. And then the people that I met there, you know, um, you know, David was one of them. I, I saw all these other sides to make income, and it just really freed my mind. You know, um, having that mentorship um, for me, it, it it's what helped out. You know, and then from there, I was able to to know, hey, you know what, I can step into I could step into another another way of doing things. And um, I, I stepped away from that now just because I know for me that I can generate income in a, a way where I can be working from home for, per se and uh, really be at home, you know, doing what I have to do to generate these sales and income. And, and I don't have to go far. I don't have to go, you know, um, to meet up with people and chase sales like Pablo was saying. Yeah, it really is up to me to make my business grow. And if I don't put in the work, then I'm not going to reap, you know, I'm not going to get the, the results that I want. So, so uh, Rudy and Pablo, are you guys still doing network, network marketing? No, I, I've actually stepped away from network marketing a while back. Um, I started with selling some type of an insurance. I did it for five years. You know, I was sold the dream. It was my first company that I started with. Um, the education, honestly, was the best thing that I got out of it because that's what, you know, opened the doors for me to look and seek for more information. That's the only reason I ran into the four hour work week. Uh, you know, down the road. But uh, so I, I took a step back after five years. You know, they said, if you if you've invested five years of your time in a network marketing company and you're not making no money, it's time to maybe change careers. You know, um, I made money with the company. I made maybe thirty or forty thousand dollars a year. But man, I had to deal with chargebacks. I had to deal with constantly motivating unmotivated people. I had to go to meetings. People don't tell you about network marketing uh, expenses because they say, oh, the average person wants to make an extra 500 to to $1,000 a month. What they don't tell you is you're going to spend about $300 a month in meetings, auto ship product, and things of that nature. So really, you're only net profiting 200 bucks. For all the work that I'm doing for $200, is really worth it. After five years, I stepped back. I went to a traditional job. Uh, and I had to refocus and I was like, I need to figure something out. I did the job only because I needed an income, like I said, to sustain my life. Um, but then I, w- I was reintroduced to a skincare company. Uh, it was a ground floor opportunity. I took advantage of the opportunity and I ran with it. But the, the problem that I, that I ran into was I found myself doing the exact same thing. The only thing that changed was the product. Other than that, I had to continue to go out there and look for prospects. I had to go continue to go to meetings, not including the meetings I had to, you know, coordinate at the people's homes. But I was, I mean, I was traveling to Texas, to Arizona, to Nevada. And after I was doing the math, after about a year's time, I built a pretty large organization. Uh, I was making about four to $6,000 a month, which is not bad in network marketing. But then, you know, when an organization starts to fall apart, so does your income. And then you have to try to replace that. 
And sometimes you're just like, you know what? I don't even know if it's worth it. There's got to be a better way, you know? And that's why I'm, I was always in search. While I was doing the last company is when I, I, I was actually introduced to the four-hour work week. I read that book, and that's, again, dropshipping. I was like, what is dropshipping? I started Googling it um, and, and trying to understand it. But network marketing is a great place to get an education, but you're always you always have to be on. You cannot just it's 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 hard to explain because when I when I see the network marketers, they always take their vacations. They just don't answer their phones. Uh, And what they say is they're busy or whatever, but they're really on a vacation. When they come back from the vacation, they post the pictures that they were gone because if they let their team know that they're on vacation, their team will stop working. And that's the reason. And that's not true leverage. You know, true leverage is being able to generate income or money, you know, while you sleep. And, and you can't do that. It's, it's kind of like you got to take a vacation on a secret. Like it's got to be a secret, you know. And I used to do that. I was like, I can't tell them that I'm going to be gone. I remember I went a, an incentive trip to Cancun. Well, everybody knew because the company announced it. Well, while I was in Cancun, my my volume in the organization just tanked because I wasn't calling them. I wasn't motivating them. I wasn't telling them, hey, I wasn't in the field with them. So that's the reason why network marketing is a great place to start, but I think not the best place to finish. Same here. I could so relate to Pablo. I mean, just the understanding of having to... Uh, work with unmotivated people, constantly trying to bring them up to where you're trying to be at and helping them, but they're not really helping themselves. I understand what you're saying, but um, like like uh, Pablo was saying and Rick was saying, uh, network marketing, uh, well, from what I got, what I got from it is the knowledge of and the education of of being having a business mindset. Uh, it's just a whole different way of thinking, a whole different way of uh, realizing there's there's not only just a nine to five job that you can make an income, you can make an income just by doing these different types of ventures. Even uh, Warren Buffett himself says you can't really rely on one source of income. It takes multiple incomes, you know, to create a fortune. Nine, nine to five job, you just really, to me, is you can't really get ahead. Me being the father of three. Um, it's it's really hard to get ahead with my time schedule, and that's the reason why I dropped down uh, relationship marketing myself because I found out that just the time dedication that you have to put in, and I can't really take my three little girls with me all the time, <laughs> you know. It's uh, Paula understands. <laughs> I got yeah, I got a cool story. I got a cool story. So I sat down with a friend of mine. She's still in relationship marketing. Uh, and I asked her, how much how much money are you making right now? So we sat down, we went over her finances because I, I own a credit restoration company. And I help people with the finances. So we went over their financials. And as we were going over their financials, I saw how much money she was bringing in with the network marketing company. And I said, OK, so you go to I, I've, I see your work ethic. I've you know gone and you know tried guiding this person. I see your work ethic. I see how much time you're putting. When I break it down, you're making a total of six to nine hundred dollars a month. The amount of hours that you're putting in, you're making about twenty five cents an hour. It's ridiculous. People don't realize that. And and it's something that, you know, 
it's not talked about, obviously, because it's all a lifestyle that they try to sell. And I have nothing against network marketing. It's just not for me anymore. You know, it's kind of like the, the, the eyes and the blinds have been lifted and I can see it. Um, but when I broke it down, this person was just like, I'm making 25 cents an hour. I said, now let me ask you this. You've missed all the birthday parties. You've missed all the soccer events. You've missed all these important events in your family because you're out there chasing the dream and you're only making 25 cents an hour. Here's my question to you. Is 25 cents an hour worth you missing all these opportunities to be with your family? Definitely not. And, and, <laughs> and you know what? Well, another thing that the reason why I never got into network marketing or uh, any kind of uh, relationship marketing or MOM, uh, whatever you want to call it, is I never felt comfortable selling to my friends or my family. And I think even if it was a, a good product. So the only time I ever even went to um, an event, it was for Cutco Knives. And it was when I was pretty young. I was probably like 18 or 19. Yeah, I saw an ad saying, you know, make $25 an hour or $50 an hour. And it was near my house. I went there and I was in this room with 30 guys or 30 people. And they said, um, you know, welcome to Cutco. This is what we're going to do. And right away, I knew it just wasn't for me. You know, just because I I don't know if it was the way I was was brought up uh, where I was like really afraid to ask people for things or like approach my family. Um, But do you guys feel that being in network marketing has, you know, kind of, you know, hurt your personal relationships with friends or family members at all? Uh, for me personally, um, I don't feel like it has, but I can see where in some cases, some people, it may just because, you know, you're, you know, the first people that you hit in network marketing, you know, you, you go after your friends and family, right? You go after, after your warm market. And, um, I can see where if some people are really, uh, trying to sell, believe in the product right at the get there, you know, they're on fire. They got that mentality They They really want to get their friends involved and we're, we're all going to make a million dollars. Let's get in on this. Let's go right now. But, you know, after that fire calms down and you start to see the bigger picture, you're kind of I can see where some people might do that. Yeah, definitely. I know personally from experience, I mean, uh, I've lost friends, I guess, per se. Uh, I've you know, there's a big thing in network marketing there. If if you're a part of an organization and you end up going to another company, oh, my gosh, you're like crucified, basically, you know, <laughs> you're the bad guy. And uh, and then out of that, you know, people end up getting hurt, you know. Uh, so I've lost some friends. I have some family who because I was trying to sell them a product and I would tell them, hey, if you don't join my company. What are you kind of you're doing with your life? You know, what ends up happening is then they eventually start thinking, well, you think you're better than me. And then they kind of shun you away. Um, and then that, and then you can even hurt like those relationships with your family, uh, you know, cause it's happened to me. I, I, I've, unfortunately I've gone through that and that's why it's con- you're in constant recruit mode. You're constantly prospecting new people because you can't go back. And it's, if you join another company and then you come back, they all look at you and you know, y- you know that they're saying, Oh, what's he going to try to sell me now? And you know what? I feel comfortable now because now I can go up to my friends and hang genuinely want to hang out with them knowing that I'm not asking for anything in return. Like I don't, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to pitch you anything. You know, even with this eBay dropshipping course, I've had some friends say, so what is it? What is this thing that you're doing online? I'm like, man, I don't even want to tell you about it right now, bro. You know, let's just hang out and have a good time. And then, you know, somewhere down the road, if they want to still know about it, I'll introduce them to the course and I'll leverage the course because I don't want them to think that I'm trying to sell them something or recruit them or bring them on board and spend money. That's not the that's the beauty of 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 uh, dropship. And it's really it's I, I actually read this today. Uh, uh, it's a very nice quote. 
It says it's easier to sell to strangers than it is to your friends and your family. It's way easier to sell to strangers than it is to your friends and your family. And guess what you're doing on, on, on eBay? You're selling to strangers because you don't know any of these people. And they'll gladly buy from you. And they'll leave you a five-star review. Your family sometimes won't even give you a five-star review <laughs> in your face, you know? Your family's your biggest critics. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, but I can sort of relate to Paolo and Rick. Um, just relationship-wise, family. There was a point where I couldn't even call certain family members because they will tell me, what are you trying to sell me now? What are you trying to sell me now? Even though my real intention was to say, how's it going? We've been up to. It's, it's just certain people it, they take offense when, you, when they feel or they think that you're trying to sell them something. So that was the whole difficulty in, in my experience is uh, losing that relationship with certain family members just based off of me trying to open up an opportunity that I seen in my eyes that, you know, could make all of us money. But not everybody thinks that way. And, you know, I was fine with that. You kind of realize who's there to lift you up and who's there to bring you down. So it's a, it was, it's a learning experience. You know, you just, you, you know, who's rooting you on and who's not. Uh, but on the other side, I've met pretty amazing people in relation, relationship marketing. If it wasn't for relationship marketing, I wouldn't, I would never have met David Vu. Um, just that in itself, uh, the opportunities that, come across my way just because I met David Vu through relationship marketing. It's just brought a whole different uh, perspective and it brought me to a whole different way of thinking. Um, and you know what? I, I appreciate uh, what relationship marketing has taught me. I learned from it. I grew from it. And it's the leadership that I seen David Vu uh, in while I met him in relationship marketing through that different venture is I realized of how uh, great of a leadership that he had and leadership skills. And in myself, I kind of picked up on those skills myself, uh, leadership skills, how having to motivate people and work, work with different types of people in different backgrounds. So um, it's, a, it's a love and hate relationship. <laughs> you know, I, I'm really glad all of you guys kind of brought this up because especially now that I've met you guys, I've kind of heard the story of how you guys went from there to, to where you are now. I can see that, you know, when people get into network marketing or, or multi-level marketing, they do it with good intentions. You know, they do it because they want a better life for their family or for themselves. They want to do something different. And <clears throat> I think it's, it's unfortunate that it also has all the downsides that we just mentioned, you know, that it damages relationships with your family and your friends. And you guys all sounded like, you know, you guys were just genuinely excited and you're like, man, I know there's something better than making, you know, ten dollars an hour or you know doing you know whatever whatever normal people do i know there's a way where we can have our own business that we can you know use sweat equity and we can work harder and we can you know make money for ourselves and and really have something and it sucks because with you know with network marketing often it's like it's not the i don't know it's, it's kind of like a weird path where maybe it wasn't the best <clears throat> product to sell you know the product itself might not have been the best thing in the world i don't know how good cutco knives are i assume they're pretty pretty decent but i'm at the same time i'm sure most people that that buy them don't really need new knives you know maybe they could have bought one chef's knife um instead of a set of 50 knives <clears throat> you know and it would have been you know better for their needs or whatever it is but What's nice about kind of hearing your stories is knowing that people out there, people you know, people in network marketing or people um, that want to get into it, 
they just want to be entrepreneurs. It's, it's not that they want to be network marketers. It's not that they want to be relationship marketers. It's that that is the the only alternative they know besides working a normal traditional job. And I think that's what's so cool about all this uh, knowledge we have now about being an entrepreneur. Um, even on this podcast, you know, now we're we're at 102 episodes. We've had you know. 80 different business models of, of people making money, doing all sorts of different things, not only selling on eBay, selling on Amazon or uh, through traditional job shipping or selling <clears throat> on Etsy or, you know, selling on Kindle, whatever it is. There's so many ways to do it now where people actually have a choice where they can say, do I, do I still want to do network marketing or do I actually want to, you know, do my own thing? Even, even in network marketing, like when you're making money, the 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 one of the flaws that I see in network marketing is uh, number one they don't teach you how to manage your money because you think it's gonna come in forever number one number two they don't teach you how to diversify it's the constant preaching on the stage is you know the company all in all in all in I get it for the top one or two percent it definitely makes sense why you would say that from stage but why are you not taking the time to let people know if you're if you're going to be promoting a book like Robert Kiyosaki that talks about, you know, leveraging your time and multiple streams of income, why would you not teach your people who are making money how to diversify their income so they their money can work for them because in network marketing, you're just you're only your your paycheck is only as good as the size of your organization and the number of sales that come in just through that route. But nobody's teaching you how to take that money and then put it into like an online business that can also generate you some income or diversify in some other some other way. I think that's a big flaw in that industry. They don't they don't preach that. They don't teach that. I almost think of it as almost kind of like cultish where they want to just sh- like teach you this little portion of what what's going to make them money, what's going to keep them happy, what's going to keep you inside. They don't want you thinking too much outside the box. And kind of what you said earlier about, you know, how the good thing about network marketing was that you learned, you got all this education. And I think that is a great first step. But I think the problem with that education is it's so narrow where how you just mentioned, you know, they don't like, they don't really want you thinking too, too much for yourself. (laughs) They want you to just hustle hard for them and not really think about anything else. So you are getting education, but you're getting it. It's almost like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like going to school and they're, they're not teaching you like evolution, you know? They're just saying like, this is the way this happened and that, that's all we want you to know. I mean, yeah, they, they definitely teach you to the, the dream bigger and, you know, have a, have a set yourself higher goals and, and, and all that. But it's, you know, saying like you're going to do it through us. And well, myself, I was fortunate enough that I met David. And like I said, we became really, you know, he's one of my best friends now. And I was fortunate enough that he's mentored me and he helped uh and me see different, you know, different doors and the open, you know, help me just see different things differently. Um, you know, growing up myself, uh, my parents always wanted me what, what they say, go to school, go to college, get a good job. And so what? So I saw my friends, you know, go in debt, 50, 60 grand trying to pay off you know, all their school. Right. Well, I didn't want to do that. You know, that wasn't for me. I, I, I didn't really didn't like school. Um, you know, I, even though I did end up in an apprenticeship, you know, for I'm a pipe fitter and, and I did go to five years of somewhat schooling. I was out there working and working my way up, you know, through my apprenticeship. But I knew that 
there was another there was more to it than to make you know to, i wanted to make more money um as selfish as, as that may sound i don't think it's a bad thing i think a lot of us think it is but there's nothing wrong with making more money and wanting to better things for yourself or your family and better your life and i i always wanted that and i was fortunate that you know being mentored by david i was able to see all these other opportunities and um i, I was able to become a part of it you know I, i'm really thankful for that yeah, I, I think it's incredible. Like, and the thing about it is, it's so crazy. So, I actually have a course called Earnest Affiliate, where it teaches people how to promote other products and, and make an affiliate commission from it. And one of the the weird things about it, which I actually never talk about, it just because it's, I almost don't even, I never want to bring up the word MOM or multi level marketing or network marketing, right? Just because that's such a, like a bad connotation to it. But since we're talking about it today, sure. One of my goals is actually for people to do so well in my course, Earnest Affiliate, that they're going to start promoting Earnest Affiliate as an affiliate, which I know sounds kind of meta, right? Right. But then that is how um, it's going to spread. So instead of me spending money on like advertising or on uh, AdWords, <clears throat> I just want the first 50 students to do really well and then have them not only you know, be a good case study, good example, but also have the skills where they know how to, uh, <clears throat> how to promote affiliate products. And naturally they're going to want to promote my course because it's what taught them all that. Yeah. They made, they made them money. But again, that, that's something affiliate marketing is totally, I've kind of looked into affiliate marketing for a while. Affiliate marketing is completely different because Number one, you're not forcing anybody to do anything. Everybody watches a video and they voluntarily say, hey, I want to do this. You don't have to become an affiliate of the software or the product. Uh, you can just learn it yourself and make money. You know, most network marketing companies make a list and go sell it and, and recruit it. Uh, affiliate marketing, I don't think, as, as much as it sounds like it, it is an MLM, it really isn't because it's, it's, a different, it's a different type of person you're looking for. You're not looking for your friends and your family and who they know. It's just you shoot it out there and then some people will grab it and then they'll run with it. And if they can make some money and be mentored, they're going to go ahead and share it with others. And it just it kind of it's it's kind of it does it on its own virally uh, without somebody up there on stage preaching, preaching and pushing and pushing. It's completely different from what I've seen and what I've understood because um, I'm actually kind of looking into getting into affiliate marketing because, I mean, if you can promote other products. It's kind of what Yahoo and and uh, and uh, MSN and Bing and all these guys do, anyways. They all, if you click on an ad and you make a purchase, like let's say for Best Buy, then they're gonna get cut a commission off of that. So I mean, there, it's already being done, anyways. But this time you're taking an educational course that you learned how to make money with, and you're just sharing it with whoever, you know. And then if some people catch it, great. But you don't gotta push these people to go out there and recruit anybody. That makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And I, I think the main reason why it's not an MOM or like a multi-level marketing is because there's no tiers. You know, it's just if you refer someone, you get commission. And if they refer someone, well, they get the commission and you don't get anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not the one to talk to about this. I'm not too, you know, um, I don't know too much about it. But, I mean, definitely Pablo um, knows about it and... Uh, I think uh, if it's something to look into, I might look into it myself. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just talking to you guys, I, I can assume that the people that are get into network marketing are very driven, you know, at least in the beginning. I, I'm sure. Yeah, in the beginning. <laughs> just like most people in the world, you know, some people are willing, they need to be driven and also be hardworking. So I think the three of you guys, the reason why you are successful today and you guys are here is because you guys have the 
the two things. You have being driven and then being hardworking. Um, but at least, at the very least, peop- every single person in network marketing is at least driven in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. And that's, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, and it's kind of like the open mind. It only works when it's open, right? So it, you have to, you have to still want to look for and seek more information. If you read a book, look into seeing if that person has a seminar, because at the seminar, you'll pick up more information. And at the seminar, they'll probably sell you a product. And the, But you know what? You have to always be investing. You always have to be open to learning. Uh, I like looking into multiple streams of income. Uh, you know, right now I have three multiple, you know, I have three streams of income. I'm looking to grow it to six this year. Uh, I'd like to grow my income, you know, threefold or 300%, I should say. Um, but I'm always in search of. I'm always looking because... I like affiliate marketing because, like you said, it's not tiered. It's a 50-50 split a lot of the times with products that you're selling. Um, and, again, you don't have to go out and recruit. And then if that person goes and sells a product to a friend of theirs, it's a 50-50 split. That's cool. I, we don't see anything. We don't get anything from it. You know, So there's no emotional attachment versus in network marketing. There's always some kind of emotional attachment. I want to be your best friend because I want to make sure you keep showing up to all the meetings because I need your auto ship kind of mentality versus over here in affiliate marketing is a little bit different, you know? Um, but you got to always be in search of different methods. I think right now things that you can do with social media are huge. You can sell anything using Instagram, using Facebook. I mean, you should always be searching for ways to make money with those platforms. Those platforms are a gold mine, you know? And if you can learn to market properly, you can just you can make a ton of money. So you got to just always be aware of what's in front of you and around you because money is everywhere and you just got to grab an opportunity, take it, run with it and you'll make money. That's what that's what David Vu did. He saw a model of drop shipping. He took the time to master it, created a six figure income and then turned around and paid it forward. That's because he did his research. He also came from network marketing, but he knew there was a better way. You know, so I have a lot of respect for David Vu and everything that he's doing because he's creating a culture of of opportunity and a culture of actual people having a chance to win without having to scare off their friends and their family, you know, and and it's a better way because it's true for four hour work week mentality, man. I want to be able to make money while I'm on the beach or fishing. This guy's living it up and I'm just like, Man, I can't wait for my store to be cracking like that. You know, I want money like that, too. I want to be able to travel the world and not worry about anything. One hour a day, just check my emails and see, make sure that, you know, my VAs are putting in the orders or whatever. The, the goal is to just have more freedom to do the things that you want and make sure money is no longer an issue. But you got to be constantly searching. Yeah, I like that a lot. You know, I really like <clears throat> David's uh, mentality because, I mean, just the, like... It, it just the fact that he offered me to stay at his place for free, even though he had never met me. Um, we know why I came here. Kind of, it's it's almost that probably comes from like that relationship marketing uh, background, where he's like, you know, it, this guy is helping me out so much online with my income. <clears throat> it's almost like a incentive trip, even though you know this was me coming to visit my family and get a visa. But um, I mean, for for those who don't know, you know, I had David on the podcast. It was episode 82 and the title was eBay Dropshipping Success with David Vu. <clears throat> and the reason why I had him on originally is because I wanted to kind of pick his brain about his course. And I wanted to see if it like actually works or not. I wanted to ask all the hard questions. 
And then kind of halfway through the course, I, I mean, the interview, I realized, hey, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. He's legit. So I said, you know what? I can 100% see how this system works because he was like really, really open about exactly what he does. And I liked it so much that I signed up as a student just because I wanted to see um, in firsthand, you know, how he does it. And, and honestly, the main part I wanted to see is because he actually openly shares his store example. So I was like, you know what? If nothing else, I just wanted to log in, see what his sold listings, to see what he's been selling, um, <clears throat> what categories they are, what niches they are, you know, how much they sell for it, all that stuff. And, uh, be, you know, because I knew he was legit, I, I saw that it was been through the course. I started promoting his course as an affiliate. I started recommending it to other people and saying, Hey, you know, if you guys want to get started with dropshipping on eBay, 100% take this guy's course. Here's my link so I, I can get credit for referring you. And that's, that's affiliate marketing, you know, and because it, it was a genuine recommendation for me, I, you know, I, I wrote long, you know, detailed review about what's in the course. I showed like screenshots of what's inside the course. I interviewed him for an hour and asked him all the hard questions. People, you know, who listened to it or read it, they're like, you know what? <clears throat> I trust Johnny. And now that I have all this info, I trust David as well. Let me sign up for the course. And obviously I'm going to use Johnny's link to sign up, which gave me credit for referring, um, you know, uh, the, 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 you know, the student to David's course and David got to see, Hey man, this Johnny guy is sending me all these students. And of that, course he's yeah. going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the cool thing is that, you know, we're, we're talking about how great his course is and all. I think one of the coolest things is the community that he's built within the Udemy course. Um, cause he uses the Udemy platform. You can see all the interaction with, with the students themselves helping each other out. And these people don't even know each other, but they're willing to answer each other's questions. When I mean, you know, David Vu is a very busy man, so he he's he doesn't always he can't just answer right away. But the community has taken over and has now become, you know, the support system within there. And that to me is amazing because there's people from all over the world that are helping each other out, answering each other's questions, and figuring this out together. That to me is awesome yeah i mean definitely i'm sure uh it probably didn't take you very long to see that J david's a genuine just a really good straight up guy man and uh I, you know i i noticed that in him right away and he's always fired up i mean he, he's always going and he never stops and he's he's just always looking for you know new ways to help people and the most fast and most efficient way to do it as well. And then just always looking for new opportunities. I mean, this guy doesn't stop thinking and he's definitely, you know, the mentor that I've always wanted. And I've, man, he, sometimes I got to just step my game up because I see him going and I, I feel bad taking some time off, you know, but, uh, definitely speaks a lot for, for you, you know, to, to promote him. And I'm sure, you know, you notice like that he was a genuine person and I'm sure he, uh, you know, a lot of the people, once they take the course, they, they realize he's just an average guy like like all of us. He's just out there doing it and working out working a lot of us is just what it is, you know. Well, um, what I really want to add uh, to this whole point of how David's teaching and his leadership of how he's able to simplify uh, what most people would say it's complicated or his way of teaching or his way of doing things turns any business automated if you think about it automation is a big thing that david teaches how to teach it how to teach you how to run a business that runs itself with the four-hour work week mentality and that's a cool thing because when you when when you can leverage out your time with like affiliate marketing or drop shipping 
one of the coolest things about it is it frees your mind from the stress of the nine to five or the next sale that you got to do or recruiting the next person. And because your mind, you're, you're actually in the moment, you can actually think clearly, you can hear yourself think, it allows for you to come up with new ideas, new ventures. Because if you can get the financial side of it out and automate it so you don't have to worry or stress about you know your business being ran properly, then at that point, you've created an opportunity for yourself to come up with new ways to create more income. And I think that's something that most people don't understand about the four-hour work week mentality. And I see it because David has definitely, I think he's got three more courses that he's teaching. He's actually doing and generating more income in multiple, multiple ways. But you have, when you have the, when you can get the money out of the way and you're not stressing out about running an actual business like I do day to day, it's a different, it's a different mindset. You're now just thinking, okay, well, I'm making a six figure income here and it's basically on autopilot. What else can I do? And when you ask yourself that question, what happens is your mind starts working and tries to figure out another way to make more money. And that's what you want. The problem is a lot of times people don't don't have that opportunity because they're they're so overwhelmed with stress, life, bills, family, everything gets in the way and the mind cannot think clearly. So to me, I think that one of the benefits of dropshipping with David Vu's course, the way he teaches it, it's very simple. But in the long run, eventually, when you're able to replace your full time income, it'll allow you to uh, create or think of other ways that you can make money. Or you can just hold on to David Vu because he's constantly thinking of new ways and he's willing to teach. So either way, the, the goal is to leverage the time so that you can free up your mind and be able to think, how can I make more money? I like it. So I wanted to ask you guys, um, one of the biggest kind of concerns people have about dropship on eBay is dealing with returns or like negative feedback. You know, that's something that a lot of people, it's kind of stopping a lot of people from starting in the first place. Have you, any of you guys had to deal with either of those things where like someone either, you know, like, you know, got upset about an item and wanted to ship it back or they like, you know, left you a one star review because they're like, this came in a, a Home Depot box and you ripped me off. Like, uh, anyone? Well, myself, um, I've had about 500 transactions, a little bit over 500. I just checked today. And believe it or not, out of those 500 transactions, I've only had one neutral, you know, one neutral uh, feedback, no negative feedbacks. And, um, you know, a couple of times customers have complained maybe about the delivery time. Well, you know, I can't control that myself. I'm not the one ship, you know, or I'm shipping it, but I'm not the one that's actually, you know, carrying it there. And, you know, there's all David teaches you ways, uh, you know, the, the, how to handle that. You know, I mean, I'll offer the, the customer a 5% or a 10%, you know, um, a return. And uh, sometimes, you know, I'll just I'll break even on, on a product just so I know I'm not going to get that negative feedback. But, you know, I'm going to make that money up, you know, in another future sell. And um, but as far as returns, you know, um, a lot of the things have a return label. And you simply I, I used to think that I was going to get a lot of that stuff. And to be honest with you, I, I really haven't. I mean, I don't know, Pablo, have you dealt with that a lot? I actually just got my first person today who was upset because they said this is not what I ordered. I just sent her a simple email saying, hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry you're not happy with the product that you received, but if you read the description, it's exactly what you got in the mail. Feel free to return it back. I won't charge you the 20% you know, restocking fee, uh, but the, the, unfortunately, you have to pay for shipping. I'm not going to pay for it. But I mean, other than that, I, I haven't had, I mean, I have 73 reviews uh, in, the, in the time that I've been uh, doing this with uh, David. 
because I opened up a new store when I started. Um, and I, they're all five star. You know, nobody's really given me a negative feedback. Nobody's really, you know, gotten upset. We'll see how this person handles it. But I mean, like any business, no business has no flaws. All businesses have some, you know, people that are going to complain about it. No matter how much. I mean, look at Apple, Apple products. You know, it's a great product. But then you got those people who say, I don't like this product. I don't, you know, I don't like the iPhone or what. I mean, you can't please everybody. It's just part of business and it's part of sales, no matter what you sell. Exactly. Well, me, myself, um, there's only I could account for one time out of 200 and some 200. I'll say 200 and above sales. I haven't really checked recently. <laughs> I can give you the exact number, but it's above 200. Um, I only had one negative feedback. And I was just based off of uh, an error, on, not even on my part. On, it was an error on eBay's part. But the main thing is communication. Just keeping communication and letting uh, the customer know, customer know what you're doing and how you're, what you're doing to resolve the issue, updating the customer. And that's all it really takes is just showing that you're taking care of the situation when it happens. And a lot of times um, uh, you could even dis- dispute um, uh, a negative feedback with eBay, showing them that you handle the situation accordingly how you're supposed to handle it. And that negative feedback that I got, the only one that I had, uh, got taken off based off of my records that I keep for myself, eBay, you can send your emails that you send to yourself. And I had all the proof that I needed. It's just keeping track of your of what you're doing and communication is the main key. Yeah, I really appreciate all of you guys, you know, honestly talking about that because, you know, as the affiliate, me recommending it, you know, I, I hear from people all the time. They're like, well, um, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sign up for this because X, Y, Z. And I always take it with a grain of salt because usually those people, you know, are kind of the naysayers. They'll always kind of find problems with everything. And, you know, everything in the world, is there's nothing that's perfect, you know. But I always want to find out, okay, is, is there some a grain of truth in what they're saying? Or is this something, something they're overreacting on? And one of the biggest, the only complaints I've ever heard about David's course, no one, not a single person has ever said that it doesn't work. The only things I've ever said, what um, people have ever said was one is it was, it was all about the shipping and the negative feedback where they said that like, you know, you know, people who are in the course and that just start out, they, you know, they make, you know, five sales or 10 sales. They're super happy because they just got lucky. But then once they get to 50 sales or 100 sales and they get they get one negative feedback, it destroys their whole account. No one will ever buy from them again. And then it's, it's completely gone. And I'm willing to bet that whoever said that has never even taken the course and has never, um, you know, dealt with, with it. So I, I would trust the three of you who've actually went through this and combined have had hundreds of sales now. Uh, and, you know, it's good that you guys have actually dealt with the negative feedback. So you can, you know, say it's not, not that you've just been lucky this whole time. You know, there's actually a system. Yeah, I mean, definitely the, there is a, a system, to deal, a way to deal with things, you know. And a lot of the things, you know, you get you get what you need in the course to just get you going. And a lot of the things you just have to learn on your own. And I, I think most anyone that knows that they're in any business or, or anything, a lot of things you just can't teach. You know, you have to learn on your own. And I have done that and I've, I have certain ways that I that I deal with things. And um, because of that, I've been able to be successful. You know, 500, I think it's like 515 sales. I, last time I checked it early this morning. And out of that, you know, to have one uh, one negative feedback and that was removed and I, or one neutral feedback um, that I had and one negative removed. Uh, I don't think 
it's bad and it's just how you deal with things and like rudy said earlier communication with your customers is definitely very key yeah with, with that said i mean uh, communication is everything um you just gotta learn how to to deal with the, the situation on hand and just move on from it. You don't dwell on it. You just move on from it. And that's a lot, a lot of people. What I notice um, when they do is barely start the courses, they get their first negative uh, feedback, and it just seems like it shuts them down completely. Like they they get discouraged and they don't want to continue on. But you know, you just gotta teach yourself and have that mentality. You just deal with the situation, learn from it, and move on. And I think yeah, I think you just gotta not think with a small mind and think with the bigger picture in mind. Uh, you know, the bigger the bigger your vision, what's one little thing, you know? One negative feedback's not going to kill your star. One negative feedback's not going to hurt you in any way. I think it used to. I think, like, five or ten years ago when that wasn't very, like, a popular thing yet. Yeah. You know, when there was a negative feedback, people would really take it to heart. They're like, oh, man, this must be terrible because that's a one star. Right. But I think nowadays there are so many uh, whiners out there, you know, and, you know, self-entitled critics out there for everything that there's no such thing as a five-star product without one-star reviews. You know what's funny? You say that because your biggest, your you can learn a lot from face uh, from Amazon. If you go to Amazon, the number, the top selling product in each category is never a five-star product. Even though the 99% of the people are happy, you still got people that are unhappy. And for that reason, I don't think that's why it, bugs me if someone wants to leave me a negative feedback because i see it on amazon and it doesn't even it doesn't phase these people so why would i let one a, a one star review phase my whole entire business i mean these guys are killing it on amazon and you got the naysayers in there too so no matter what there's always going to be naysayers period no matter what you do like even like with books for example that's probably the easiest thing if you see a book that has 50 or 500 five star reviews and then you see like one or even 10, you know, one star reviews. To me, I'm, I'm like, even before I read the book, I'm like, okay, if 50 people thought this book was a five star book, what are the chances that this one person saying it's a one star book is, is the right, is correct? And it's, they're probably not. And even if they are correct about some things, you know, in the book not being perfect, is it really now a one star book? Probably not. They're, they're probably just complaining. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of people just like to complain. That's it. You can't make some people happy, and and that's uh, you just can't. I mean, uh, I had someone complain about. Uh, uh, I think one of the I sold some color pencils, and someone complained because one of the tips was broken on one of them. You know, I I just gave them a full refund. It was you know for me it's 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 easier for me to refund refund them a few bucks than to to have to deal with them leaving me a negative feedback when I'm gonna make those few bucks on a, on a larger sale. You know, so. I like that. So um, it's funny that you you mentioned you know one of your your products, the color pencils. Inside the course, do you, are you, do you guys like pretty openly talk about things that you guys sell, or, or is that still kind of a, a secret? For me personally, I mean, I grab everything and anything. I I really don't care if it's home decor, accent, uh, rugs, blinds. I mean, whatever I can find, I'm gonna get my hands on. I'm gonna list it. I got. Uh, what what's the funkiest thing i got probably on so actually i got this little this cool thing that's a, like a tea brewing drip system it's a tree uh, well this is i think how did, how did i title it but it's like a drip tea system it's exactly what it is and it, it has like these hose that go in and it just like the tea is made overnight and it drips the entire night 
And I think that's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I've never really, most people just dip the, the bag of tea in the water and that's how they make it. But that's one thing that I found that I've, I never saw anybody, you know, selling on eBay. I just try to get the weirdest things. Cause I think, you know, cause I, here was my mentality when I first started, I want to drop ship things I like. That was my biggest mistake because everything I liked got no views or nobody wanted to buy. As soon as I started listing the weirdest things, that's when people started looking at it. And then I started selling stuff. Um, and that to me is like I just sold the meal prep Tupperware because it's the new year. So I labeled it weight loss, Tupperware, meal prep, uh, training or what is it? Plastic. I, I forgot what I labeled it. And it sold like two days later for 39 bucks, you know, and I profited like 14 bucks on that thing. And I mean, I just grabbed whatever thing, whatever I can think of. And I'm, I, actually, I drop shipped it from Amazon. And the only reason I got it because I was I saw today's deals and I saw it and I was like, oh, I'll list it. I didn't go on eBay. And I think that's another thing that people need to understand is you don't need to worry about who else is listing the same product on eBay and think oh, I can't list it because someone else is. Oh, there's already like 30 people listing it. If they're not if they're not doing the title optimization properly, who cares? You'll probably end up getting the sale. So I saw I saw that and I just listed it and I don't think twice to look because every time I see I notice, oh, man, it's kind of discouraging when you see 30 other people selling the same product. And then there's the one guy who's got like 3000 sales and like, how am I going to compete with that guy? So if you do that, you know, you're making a big mistake. You should just list whatever and just mark it up 140, 150 percent. I tend to do 160 percent, you know, 170 percent, sometimes 200 percent. And people buy it. I mean whatever i don't care if it's supperware i don't care if it's toilet paper i mean if i can make money on it why not exactly what paulo said that was my first mistake as well just listing products that i thought that i would buy and what i'm used to seeing and what i'm used to seeing around the house that's that's where i messed up <laughs> uh so but learning from that you got kind of teach yourself you can't discriminate money so you can't discriminate what you post anything and everything will sell to the right person there is no right or wrong of what you post with uh my word of advice is just post everything <laughs> i mean i'll stick to what they said everything and anything i mean um i have colored pencils i have markers i have a a, a dog uh life vest uh air mattresses just sold the air mattress somewhere to europe uh ice chest sold one to uh, somewhere in asia the other day um workout videos as you can tell i'm not the most in guy in shape guy in here but workout videos was killing it on that and uh i just i just i see something i listed and someone someone's gonna buy it you know um when uh, star uh fast and furious came out I had the fast and furious dvds did really good on that and uh, star wars is out right now so you guys can kind of see where that's going but uh, anything and everything i mean i have no limit to what i list if it if it's available and up for sale I, i'll post it I, I think it's really cool to hear that from you guys because uh, I went through David's course and in his next next selection videos, he said exactly that. He's like, just list everything and anything. And I almost didn't really believe it. And I think, you know, that's why all of you guys also said you started not doing that. You know, in the beginning, you didn't do that. And you get to learn from your lessons. But he was really adamant. He's like, just list everything. Trust me, just list everything. And in my mind, I was like, no, that cannot work. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, no way, David, that does not work. But, you know, I think the biggest difference is what's nice about uh, David's model with, with uh, Justin from eBay is you guys aren't, you know, buying any inventory up front. So if it doesn't sell, it doesn't matter. Uh, and the second, you you don't even have to get approved 
by the supplier to sell the product. You know, all you have to do is list it. And if it does sell, then you just, you just, you know, arbitrage the price from somewhere else, Amazon or Home Depot or somewhere else. And then you can sell it. So there's no like setup process. You know, I use, I use everything. Like I like Wayfair. Have you guys heard of Wayfair.com? I drop ship Wayfair.com. Uh, I, I drop ship, uh, Overstock.com because they got a 5% rewards, you know, club. You pay 15 bucks or five bucks or 10 bucks and you get 5% cash back on everything you purchase. I use Overstock.com. I use Home Depot.com. I use Amazon. Uh, I use whatever I can get my hands on. And then there's also cool as, uh, cool, uh, platforms like YouPromise.com where you, they give you an additional 5%. So let's say, for example, you want to buy something from Lowe's, they give you 5% and then Lowe's offers you 5%. Now you're getting 10%. Obviously, you don't see it right away, but it accumulates. And then uh, sometimes it's cool. Like in Overstock right now, I got like 12 bucks accumulated. So the next item that I sell from Overstock and I drop ship, if I want to increase my profit, I'll get my 12 bucks there. I like that. Um, and yeah, you so. know it like then that's really different from the traditional dropshipping model that I do where you have to select a niche, you have to get approved by the supplier first, which you have to do the paperwork, then you list the items, then you sell it. And for us, we kind of have to do the research and we have to kind of pick the stuff that we know is going to sell because we can't, you know, it's a complicated process, Um, which is nice in the long run because we're establishing relationships with the vendors and getting better uh, pricing so we can actually sell it for, you know, we don't have to mark it up and, and try to sell it that way. We can just, we can sell it at retail price and we can still make profit from it and all these great things but i do really like the ebay model that david teaches as a way to first get started because it seems so much like really it is almost like a no-brainer you just list it follow his directions uh optimize the titles do all the things that he teaches how to do in the course and then you can kind of see what works you know and 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 you're not spending any any money just spending a little bit of time at first you do at at first you do got to spend a little bit of money and and the only reason is because if when you first open up your PayPal account, if you're like completely brand new, PayPal holds your money for seven to ten days. You know, so you got to use your own cash to, you know, to purchase and drop ship. And then ten days later, the until you become an established seller. My favorite is when you're able to like pay with PayPal because then I can just pay the, the product with PayPal and my profits already stays in my account and I use PayPal. I mean, that's cool, man. I I love I love it. I love the drop shipping model, man. It's real cool. Uh, PayPal just recently added a. Uh cash back too, five percent so that, that's another great thing that you know paypal <laughs> i'm glad you told me because i had no idea <laughs> there you go and actually it sounds like <clears throat> with all these different like uh rewards and credit backs you can at some point you guys you know not only right now you're using it as additional profit but if money ever did become a concern where like people became more price conscious on ebay even if you sold it at normal kind of retail price without the crazy 200 percent markup you can still make 10, 15% in profit just, just from the rewards. So that's really cool. Um, speaking of profits, uh, can I ask you guys how long did it take you guys each to make the first sale after you sign up for the course or run through the videos? And, you know, on, if you don't mind sharing, like on average, how much are you guys making per month in profit now? Uh, for me, myself, this rig, uh, I think it took me about a week to make my first sale. And, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect at first. I didn't know how long it was going to take or how long it wasn't going to take. I just knew that David was like, list, 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 and you will get some sales. And uh, first came one sale, then came another. And then the, uh, my my first full month, you know, um, 
I made uh, a couple hundred dollars, I think. It wasn't too much. And then it started to grow a little bigger the second month. You know, I, I started making a little more money. And today, um, my biggest month, I think I brought in uh, about $1,700, like, I think, in profit. And that's profit, you know. And that's not bad because, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, don't make that in a month. Or some people, you know, it takes them two weeks to make that. And, um, you know, that's part-time for me, you know. Uh, putting in 60, 70 hours out in the work field, something, you know coming in you know, part-time that that's that's definitely good income and i and i'm looking to keep growing that uh 1700 i'm i'm trying to get to that level rick <laughs> uh but right now i'm currently making eight to twelve hundred averaging and you know what for some people that's rent 1700 that's some people's mortgage i mean that's what what else can you ask for it's that's that's unbelievable it's it's a it's great <laughs> my business my business is kind of scaled up and down only because like i said i I preoccupy myself with other ways to try to make money. Uh, it's gone between 800, fluctuated between $800 a month to $3,200 a month. I mean, uh, $17,000 in one month was the most sales I did uh, on eBay, and I profited about 3200 But that's why I was marking up extremely high. Uh, obviously, like I said, sometimes I don't put in the effort because I'm looking for, like, affiliate market. I'm looking for other streams. Um, but that's why I'm waiting for the VA course. I mean, if you guys don't know, I'm... I'm stoked about that because if I can just hand off somebody to handle 500 to 700 items in my store and I don't got to worry about it, then I can see more of a six, seven, eight thousand dollar a month um, income and it's leveraged 100%, you know? So I'm just waiting for that. Honestly, I, I, I've kind of neglected my store here and there, but sometimes I'm back on it right now because I'm like 2016. Okay, this time I, I got the VA course is coming up, so I got to make sure that I'm ready for it, you know? I'm definitely excited for that. <laughs> just the thought of having items posted in your store while I'm doing my nine to five, hoping to push away from that by the end of this year. That's my goal. And just, I think that VA course is another blessing. <laughs> I know Rudy can't wait for that VA course. I hang out a lot with David, and Rudy's always trying to get the inside scoop, and I know it's coming soon. <laughs> That's awesome, guys. I, I I really, really like appreciate all of you guys sharing this all so openly and honestly. Uh, I think one question that people might have, because most of my listeners are either already location-dependent, they're, they're traveling around, or they would like to be one day. Uh, is there anything about you know, this eBay dropshipping model that requires you to be here in the U.S.? Um, things like like accepting returns or, or anything at all you know what i i don't get out of the u.s too much i only travel within the states here and and what i do with i just carry my laptop and i i you know do my orders if i go away for the weekend or a few days um i just deal with my returns you know on my laptop but it's just like if i was at home but i'm just somewhere else you know on vacation well i guess so the return so if someone returns something would that go back to the company that you you ordered it from or would that go to your house it comes to me and the beauty of it is I get 100% of my money back. If I charge a, a restocking fee, I still make a little bit on the sale, believe it or not. Um, but I don't, I don't, and I'm going to be very honest with everybody. I don't, I don't think I've dealt with enough returns to really be able to speak on that. And all my sales, you know, I've been here in the U.S. and I've been able to deal with everybody and nobody's really shipped me anything back for me to say, hey, you know, so I don't really have the experience with that. Um, so it's kind of hard to give you a, a, a good solid answer on that. Just so people out there that are listening can understand that, hey, you know, you're asking me. I haven't dealt with it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I mean, like I said, I only had one negative feedback, and that wasn't that wasn't even a return at all. That was a whole different situation. So I can't really speak on that myself. But as I feel like as many sales as I had, and not have one return, um, 
even if I do get a return in the future, it, it, the benefit speaks for itself. I mean, so I can't really speak about returns myself. You know, as nice as, as would have been for you guys to all have experience with that, I mean, it kind of just shows out of, you know, these couple hundred orders you guys have it combined that nobody's actually returned anything. So it's probably not as big of a deal as people think. And the average cost of items, I mean, your cost is probably less than 50 bucks, right? So if that does happen and at worst comes to worst, you tell the person, go ahead and keep the item. <laughs> you know, we'll still give you, you know, your refund. You lost 50 bucks and... Um, you know, the customer's happy and you don't have to deal with it. But I would say for most people, you'll know at least somebody in the US where you could say like, okay, send it back to this address. And then you can, you know, kind of ask them nicely, like, hey, can you, can you return this for me? Can you ship it back for me? Yeah, I mean, most of the things, they do come with a return label. Um, and, uh, you know, you simply, you'll contact, you know, whoever your source is, Home Depot or, or Sears, and they'll just um, either, um, if the person hasn't received the item yet, they'll just tell them the, the, um, what am I looking? The word I'm looking for. Refuse the package, or you just have uh, contact, uh, you know, the carrier and have them turn it around, or just uh, you'll set up a time for the carrier to come and pick it up for them. I have a funny story. Actually, I I drop ship on Amazon too because I I'll list on both Amazon and eBay, and uh, I actually did get a return. It was on Amazon. The the I drop shipped from J.C. Penny. J.C. Penny was my supplier, but they send in the receipt. The guy got the product and he returned it because he didn't think that that was his product because he paid. I think I sold him. It was like a Nutribullet generic brand uh, for like 80 bucks. He thought it was a Nutribullet because I put the title optimization on F on Facebook, on uh, Amazon. And he re and he got the package. He saw it was labeled to, to him, but he saw how much the, the actual thing was. It was like 20 bucks. <laughs> and he actually shipped it back to JCPenney, returned to sender. And I remember he uh, Amazon sent me a message um, stating that there was an unhappy customer, and then I read the customers. This is not the product that I you know that I ordered. I I paid eighty dollars. You you know this one said nineteen ninety nine. And but the funny thing is, so I called J C Penny to try to resolve that issue, and they're like, oh, we already credited the the money back to the account that it came from because it said return to sender. And I was like, oh, cool. So I just, you know, reimbursed his money back. And that was the end of that. So, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's really that big of a deal, you know? Yeah, I have a, no, it wasn't a return on my part. Um, I had a couple of customers stating that they never received their product. Um, but then I would call my supplier. And usually, um, the, well, not usually, the, the couple of times that did happen, they, um, they would just send the, the customer another product free of charge. Um, but the, the next time they would ship it, they'll uh, certify mail, have it shipped, and nothing out of my pocket, and the customer's happy. It's, again, comes down to communication. All right, so <clears throat> kind of at the end of the day, I don't think this is something to, to hold people back for, from not starting. You know, I think there's always going to be excuses. There's always going to be reasons to not do it or not start. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where every single business in the world is going to have ups and downs it's going to be learning curves what's nice is not only is you know is david very helpful but also uh, people in the discussion forums when so when you join the course you get access to the private um, member boards where people ask questions and tons of people answer so like not only do you get these three guys helping you out but you have all the other members helping each other out as well so if it's even if it's not covered in the course even if it's kind of like a one-off situation i promise you somebody will help you so 
Uh, if you guys want to join the course uh, and you want to use my link so I can get credit, you know, you can go to the show notes. This is episode 102 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. And I think I'm actually going to add David's course to my recommended resources page just because I honestly do think it's it's a great way for people to get started, um, you know, because it's, it's so much faster to, to start making, you know, your first couple sales. And, you know, I'm not saying David's course is going to be it's not going to make you a millionaire. It's not going to make you, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year uh, starting out. You know, it's for most people, um, you'll make a couple hundred bucks, um, you know, 800 bucks. Like, the, you know, these guys on the low end or a couple thousand dollars, you know, when these guys have a good month. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to add them to the, my recommended resources page. So you can go to johnnyfd.com, click resources, and it's going to be up there. You don't have to pay for networking event meetings or trainings. You all, you get trained from home. 100 percent there's no additional overhead or over you know that's important for people to know because people think that there's going to be additional nope there's not it's, it. it's that simple man so no the hidden cost that that's awesome so uh rudy pablo rick thank you guys so much for being on the show uh do any of you guys use twitter or social media instagram or anything that you want to shout out you can find uh pablo perez uh facebook uh my uh credit restoration company metro fund financial uh dot com and uh, actually, we started a podcast, like I was mentioning to you earlier, Ghana's Network. Uh, check it out. We are interviewing entrepreneurs and uh, cool stories like this. So uh, feel free to look me up and uh, look forward to being in contact with you guys. Myself, this is Rick. Uh, you guys can find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm one of David's friends. You just search his friends list, Rick Ramirez. Or you can find me on uh, Instagram, Ricky Ricoso. And um, I want to thank all you guys for listening in. And definitely hope you guys get started and look to forward to seeing you on the on the platform. Uh, this is Rudy Vera. You can also find me on Facebook. Again, you can find me through uh, David's Facebook Facebook page uh, as under his friends list, uh, under Rudy Vera. Um, you can look at my. You can look at myself on the Rick's page too, in his friends list. Either or, you'll find me. And we want to say thank you for having us. Definitely. Definitely. Thanks. Hey, um, thank you guys so much for being on for being so transparent. Uh, thank you, Dave, if you if you're listening to this. And uh, I'll see everyone back in Thailand. Uh, this is my last couple of days here in California. So uh, peace out, everyone. I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus "How to Choose the Perfect Niche" episode. Join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.